Oi, oi, and welcome to the second episode of the Independent Podcast. In this episode, I'll be chatting to Northeast hip hop artists Sam Thomas and Yusuf ahead of their first ever gig at Independent. Here they are. First headline show at Independent. How are you feeling? Nervous, I'm not going to lie. I'm, Come I'm on. very nervous. I get nervous for all gigs. So the fact that this is a headline gig is, is I mean, it sort of tipped me over the edge. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You're going to be just fine. We're going to look after you. It's going to be fine. Oh, wait, though. Oh, wait. It's going to be sick. <laughs> Yusuf, you're supporting. And first time playing at Independent, I believe. How are you feeling? Yeah, I think, too, like what Sam said, I think it kind of takes the pressure off me. Because I'm just like, I'm just here to vibe and watch Sam perform. You know what I mean? So it's not as <laughs> intense and not as nervous. But it's still a big deal, especially the fact that we even we haven't performed in such a long time. I'm like, can I even remember what to do with a mic? I'm just like, how do I even stand? It's just awkward. Like, I've been literally been practicing in my room. Like, how I even say my name? Like, it's weird, but hopefully, hopefully it goes, it goes well. Well, I mean, fingers crossed, everything goes smoothly. I want to talk about being in the local music scene. Obviously, you're in the sort of rap, hip hop, spoken word sort of genre. Now, Tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there is that much of that genre in the Northeast. Am I wrong or am I just not looking hard enough? I don't know. Like, like for me personally, I think it all comes from the person themselves. Like, I, I really don't see myself as a rapper. So I, 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 like, I started out doing poetry and stuff when I was a kid. And I think that's what it sort of spurred from. In terms of, like, the, the spoken word thing, I guess it is it, like music is subjective. Like it can be whatever you know. Like people, people decide what they what they want. Like whatever you think it is, Emma, is, is what it is, is. You know, like that's what it is for me. Anyway. What well, well, I would just add to that, I think I'm the exact same as Sam. Like I, I think I only started rapping like three years ago, and I started from spoken word as well. So I was more like poetry, spoken word kind of thing. And I remember just rapping like a spoken word over a beat and it just looks cool and I was like okay this this could be a thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, think um, like, I think there's like some sort of like like you have to have some sort of like bravado or something like it like to call yourself a rapper you know what I mean like like I always feel weird like I don't know about you Yusuf because I think you're able to like sort of like sort of pull it off better than me but like if <laughs> like when I'm doing the hand movements and stuff like I just, <laughs> Um, the hand movement, it took me a while, trust me. Emma, Emma doesn't know about the hand movements, but honestly, that bit, is so complicated. Tell me a bit about the hand movements. Go on, give me some trust gossip. How are Well, I don't know. Like, like, I mean, it's just gestures and like, like what I'm doing now, but like now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, I'm, should I really be doing that? Is it necessary? Like, it's just how you feel in it. Like, you just get lost in it. Like, for me, like, that's when, when the best performance comes out is when you just get lost in, in what you're doing. Um, and you sort of connect with the track and and stuff like that. If you, I feel like if you're overthinking it, it almost seems a bit false. I don't know. Like, what what do you reckon? Yeah, I, I think for me, it's just it's just what comes natural to you. Like, I've I've always said, like sometimes I I do music videos, right? I don't know about you, Sam, but like I like should I do gun sign? I'm like, what should I really be doing with my hand? Should I jump? Like, I'm like I'm not the jumping guy. It feels forced. Like, I'm not the like most energetic but I feel like you just have to find what comes natural to you and own it yeah yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah and I think I started watching a bunch of like clips on Instagram there's a few guys that I watch and I'm like 
or they do them like Tyler the Creator as well. Like they do them perfectly, and then mm. that's why I that's what made me a bit more comfortable to be like just whatever comes natural to you. So you don't have to force it. You don't have to try to be like that person or that person. Just just do you because no one's gonna be able to do you better than you. Obviously, your style of music is very. I think. It's very personal. It's very, you know, heart on your sleeve. I'm going to write it down um, and perform it. What is it about your music that you just thought, right, even Sam, you've gone through the genres. What made you stick to the music you do now? Why are you like, I love this so much? What is the draw? It's going to sound so stupid, right? But I just think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do. And like, I, like, honestly, like, I think it's more so with the fact that I'm inspired by a lot of the artists in the scene as well. You know, like I have, I have, uh, I, I talk to them regularly, and you know, as as Yusuf said, I, I put on events myself, and and honestly, seeing that inspired me to want to do it. Um, but never since then, I mean, I never would have thought I would be doing this. Like, I never would have thought I would have done a gig, rapping, let alone headlining a gig, rapping. <laughs> I've never headlined a gig in my life, like, and I've been in like eight to ten bands, right? Like, it's absolutely crazy, and I've been doing music for like fifteen years, and like, it's just yeah. it sort of baffles me that this is the one that like I sort of <laughs> headlining on. But nah, man, it's just um, it's it's crazy, it's crazy. Like I'm, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I, I love how it's so easy to express yourself, you know, you're using your own voice instead of like, you know, adding melody or whatever. And you can, and you can, yeah. you can really just like, you can put so much down on the page and I don't know, like, it's just, it's just easier to express for me personally. Yeah. Can you relate, you said? Yeah, yeah like a hundred percent, like for me, where I kind of like started writing music and stuff, it's just stuff that I care about, um, if that makes sense. So like, I didn't really like, I think the songs that are the most timeless are the ones that actually have some kind of like emotion behind it. I mean, they, they are like party songs where you can go and just like get like, oh, I like this, this is the vibe. But I feel like sometimes I listen to songs from like the 80s and like a guy just says something and like in 2021, I can still relate to what someone was mm -hmm. saying in the 90s, you know, like, and I feel like if you make that kind of music, it's just kind of timeless because like we're all experiencing the same kind of like life in a weird way. Absolutely. Um, Yusuf, actually, I was stalking your social media because, you know, that's what you do these days and came across right. a video that um, yeah. you were talking about the balance between finance and creativity. Talk to me yeah, a bit okay. about that. Have you been struggling to balance the two? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, um, it's something people don't really talk about though, because like I don't know about Sam, I don't know, I don't know, maybe you drive a Mercedes or like you know, maybe you've got a Ferrari somewhere in the yard. But... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when you start in that in music, you're not making a lot of money, and uh, you're just investing into your music, just obviously spending on your music videos, maybe studio time, you know, buying equipment and stuff, and you need to like. You need to like work at the same time does that make sense so it's like you can't truly be like 100 percent creative creatively free i feel like honestly financially free as well so i don't know if that makes sense because like the constraints of like finances really affect your artistry in a way like i know people that 
have sick ideas for music videos, for example. Like even me, I'm like, yo, I have this video idea. I want seven dancers. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I speak to my friend. It's like, um, two hundred quid isn't gonna cut it. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't have five hundred pounds right now or six hundred pounds to pay dancers and lights and I. Re- it's never gonna happen. So that idea, unfortunately, would never become a reality based not based off just not being creative enough based off the fact like just the finances aren't there does that make sense or like yeah. even the other things like buying beats for example like i know like you go on beat and i have this beat so hard i have an amazing and then i go and check the price of the beat and it was like 300 quid for like <laughs> a license that's mad and i'm like bro come on guys i, I dm the producer hey bro uh you want to do me this for free nope so it's so tough man, especially when you're starting off like, even like things like promoting as well like um you see all these challenges on instagram like dancers doing these challenges and stuff and you dm the dancers like oh do you want to do a dance to my song and they go yeah i mean the song is really cool i'll do a dance to it do you have 200 pounds i'm like no i just thought you'd do it because you like the song but so, <laughs> so man, it's, it's like all, everyone's gone. hustling though like everyone's hustling, yeah. like you know, like everyone's everyone's so creative now, but yeah. like everyone's creating opportunities for themselves where they can gain fa- like they can gain financial benefits. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. the same way that you are and that and I am, and you know, yeah. and all of these other creative guys. So it's mad. Like I think cr- creativity can be it can be expanded as much as it wants, but you've got to sort of thing outside the box a little bit, especially when finances yeah. like sort of restrict you. So yeah. I had like all these great ideas and stuff like that. And I mean, some of it was, wasn't even finance. It was time. And also yeah. getting people together in one room, being a promoter, yeah. you know exactly how difficult that is. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, hard. it's hard to organize things because everyone's got their own thing going on. And yeah, um, but I think when you've got the right people in your circle, like it's just it's just different. Like it makes when people actually are invested in you as an artist yeah. and a person, like yeah. it's a different level, man. It's a different level and you you start to feel that creativity and you start to go, Oh, well, yeah, we don't have six hundred pounds, but what about this? Like, let's try this and you know, yeah. I mean, that's the great thing about it, I think. Just having the right people around you, man. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think that's kind of, I know you, Emma said she was on my Instagram, but I think that's kind of where we ended up with is just like having the right people around. Sometimes it, it, it feels like you're alone sometimes. And when you're alone is when all of these like things have to kick in, like, oh, I have to pay for this, I have to pay for that. But like I said, if you have the right people around you that are invested in what you're doing, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I said, with the dance things, if I'm messaging random dancers on Instagram, like they don't know me, so they don't really care as much. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I remember I messaged this one girl and she's in Sunderland as well. And she was like, oh yeah, I'll do, I'll do it for free. Like, I, I don't mind, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a creative person, I don't like. So I think you are right. So once you find the right people, the right balance sort of strikes, but it is hard to self It, is, it is. I remember when I used to, I used to uh, work door to door, like doing the charity stuff, right? And I did that as well, you know? Yeah, I, did that well, I used to do door to door, crazy, that was crazy. Mate, honestly, the one thing that stuck out to me was, though, like, the more, like, doors you knock on, the more likely you are to get the response you want. 
So you gotta yeah. you gotta be on it like all the time, you know what I mean? Like yeah. so like if you put all of your if someone goes no and you spend all your time sort of going, oh well, you know, like come on. You know what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> like but like if you just go, all right, cool, get you like and then I mean there's so many people in this world, someone's bound to sort of invest in what you do and and yeah. and you know and and understand the vision that you have. I think that's another thing, just people understanding your vision. Yeah. And get that's, such the, that's the right attitude to have. So I'm not gonna lie. I think you've kind of inspired me today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is all about. Yeah. Um as well as that, Yusuf, I see a thing where you said, and I can quote this from you, that do you know how many dreams COVID has crushed? Now I didn't really oh. want to mention COVID. But that's quite a a brave thing to say, because for some cases in the local music scene, for local people, COVID has been a a chance to to get creative and get them juices flowing and get something Mm. out there that they wouldn't have had to because of finance and because of time. So what's your feelings on that? Yeah, I mean, I heard that because on my podcast, it's kind of like me just talking of like how I'm feeling at the time. But obviously, then people tell me, okay, actually, COVID has actually helped some people in terms of their dreams and stuff. So I do think it's kind of like a balance. Like, I wouldn't say crush dreams, but I would say has set some people's dreams back. At the same time, some people are flourishing. Don't get me wrong. Like, some people are online e commerce companies have done really, really well. And for me, to be honest with you, I would say if I think about it overall, the entire picture I think I kind of said that at the end I'm kind of happy I won't say happy but I think I learned a lot from the situation so there are some positives to it you know Sam how was lockdown and everything for you it was a chance for me to really understand what I was like understand what I was capable of I think if lockdown hadn't happened I probably wouldn't have been as far as I am musically you know with with what i'm with what i'm doing you got it you got to think like about a year before lockdown maybe a little bit longer no one saw me as like a rapper or anything like that or or, no one really saw me as an artist i was just sam of right music and management you know and i was i was on these events and stuff like that and and um it really just gave me a chance to to just like just try things and um and also more importantly connect with people like i i was doing like instagram lives with like you know with different people and just like sort of trying to just really communicate instead of sort of just seeing people like at at my events and be like yo thanks for coming sort Uh, of thing like i really wanted to to actually socialize and communicate properly and, and get to know people more than just being an artist, being like a, a human being, you know what I mean? And I think yeah. through that as well, that just really helped me. It, it, it gave me a lot more confidence in myself. It made me just, it just made me feel really good. And then obviously I released Progress um, and that was crazy because again, that's the most streams I've ever had on, on, a, on a release ever. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm damn proud of it, man. Like I'm, I'm proud yeah. of what I've achieved, you know? And I haven't really felt like an artist for a long time. Um, I've, I've I've been in music for fifteen years, but I've been I've been dropped. I've been promised things. I've, I've been taken away, and and um, you know it, it's it's not very nice. <laughs> you know, it's not, 
it's not very nice, but you continue to to do it because it's it's built in you. You know, if you're an artist or you're creative, you you create chances, you create opportunities, and you and you continue regardless. You never you never give up. You yeah. never because you never want to fail, and um, yeah. and that's what I've done. I'm all about challenging myself, and lockdown was a chance for me to challenge myself and see what I was capable of, really. I agree. Like, I think one the most important thing I learned from lockdown is, like, just never stop. Like, I think that was the... Because obviously you're discouraged, you're kind of sad, but just don't stop. Like, just regardless of what happens, just keep going. And I think thinking back, I'm like, fair enough, it taught you how to be resilient. You know, like, I also released an EP in lockdown, and mm -hmm. I'm thinking, would I have actually released the same EP if it wasn't, like, if that whole situation didn't happen, you know? So, yeah, you are right, like, just... I think a lot of people have to sit back and think, you know, maybe it has been a bit of a shitty time, but, you know, we've probably achieved more than if you sat and write it down and what you did day to day. Yeah. You probably achieved quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. To wrap things up, really, if there is, you know, somebody, a, a young local artist, maybe hasn't made it to the scene, they're maybe sitting in their bedroom, going on YouTube, getting a beat and just doing their thing over it. What advice would you give them? Yeah, I think it would still be the same advice. I think that's one of the most important things I learned about lockdown is if you do anything consistently, you will get better at it. Like, it's it's just like, if you keep moving forward, eventually you would make some, like, you're going to make some progress. So while I tell any artist, like, don't care about what people say or people's judgment or don't look at where you are at now. If you wake up every day and you write if you want to be a rapper, for example, you wake up every day, you play an instrumental and you write like, I don't know, four bars or five bars. If you do that every day, by day 30, you would be better. It's a fact. It's just, it's just, mm -hmm. it's just life with anything. So that's what I would just tell anybody that's in your room making music. Just continue. Just don't stop. Don't think about where you are right now. It's just like a, someone that wants to learn to play the piano. If you do it every day, eventually, eventually, slowly, slowly, but surely, every single day you're going to get better. And that's what I'm trying to teach myself as well. Like not every single verse you write has to be the best in the world. But the most important thing is that you wrote it. And then the next day you get better. The next day you get better. The next day you get better. And eventually your dreams are going to come true as long as you continue doing things consistently. That's what I would say. Yeah, man, 100%. On, on, on top of that, I would say don't compare yourself to others. That, you know, if, if, if you're just starting out, like obviously you want to have like a, you, you have those people that you look up to and, and stuff like that, but like, you've got to find, you've got to be authentic. Yeah, like, like you've got to, you've got to find like what really works for you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of rappers, especially around here, when they started, you know, they, they were, they were rapping like the, trying to rap like the favorite rappers and stuff like that, you know, putting on accents and, 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 you know, and, and, and doing this. And I'm completely guilty of that. Like the, my very first rap was, was me rapping in, in an American accent and, and, and trying to be cool as hell. Was it a New York accent or like LA accent or just RPG? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably wasn't even American. <laughs> it's probably so offensive like I, 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 I'm not sure but um I think just, just honestly just like believing in what you do you know like like consistency like practice makes progress you know like you like you can you continuously do something just like Yusuf was saying but you've got to believe that the that you that you can do it and 
I think when you start to compare, compare yourself with just even others on Instagram and stuff like that, it goes for anything. You sort of go, oh, when you start looking at the, at the grass on the other side and, and being like thinking it's greener when you're not even looking at what's beneath your feet, you know, you've just got to really believe in, in, in your potential as well yeah. like game with as you said being consistent people people are made to do amazing things like you know human beings are, are made to do amazing things and there's no reason why you aren't able to be that amazing person you know what i mean like nothing is impossible as long as you keep going with it so i completely agree, agree with yusuf and to be honest if i can do it anyone can so like <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, and cheers for that. Do go check them out at Sam Thomas Music UK and at I underscore am underscore Yusuf on the socials. They're absolutely great. Thank you so much for that. And that concludes your second episode of the Independent Podcast. Join me next time. We'll be chatting to the Young Musicians Project. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at We Are Independent. See you then.